0: A fast pass is preferred, but the best conversations happen in the standby queue. Hey theme park people, welcome to standby queue. We have a ton of new listeners in the queue now, so thank you so much for telling your theme park friends about the show. Um, If you do have a minute to spare today, maybe while you listen or even after or whenever, if you could rate and review the show wherever you're listening, I'd be so grateful. Thank you in advance. Um, Today, we have a very fun episode. We're talking about fashion, but not just from the style perspective. So this discussion is focused on Using fashion as a way to celebrate your interests, um, you know, those niche things that bring us joy. The outfits that are just for the Disney parks or just for the Wizarding World at Universal Studios. There's such a wide spectrum to this topic. And if you only roll in certain circles on and off of social media, um, it might not seem that way because everyone isn't represented in every brand, even though they're wearing them. So in the queue today, you'll hear from people all over the fandom fashion spectrum. And stay with me until the end because I wanted to make some space for the topic of theme parks for California residents. It's a big deal. So many of you are back in your happy places. And we have our first voicemails from some of you who've been back already. So stay tuned for that. First up in the queue is Ika McLeod, so the McLeod family, at the McLeod family, on social media. Ika is a true force of magic. She's a single mom to three special needs children, all under the age of 10, and they are a theme park family. So where the McLeods fit into the fandom fashion uh, spectrum here? is little Evan, her son. He will slay a dress at the parks any day of the week, paying homage to any one of his favorite characters. And he is the most animated little character himself with the biggest smile. So Iga talked to me about the first time that he reached for a Snow White dress in the store and a lot of other stuff too. how old is Eli?
1: Eli is, he just turned seven. Seven. And then Ella? She is three and a half and Evan is five and a half.
0: Three and a half and five and a half. Okay. So tell me about the kiddos, about their Disney personalities. Um, (laughs) You know, if you could sum them up into any like two characters or like anything. Tell me about their Disney personalities. I'll leave it wide open for you to interpret. I think it's more fun that way. Oh
1: God. <laughs> um, Disney personality. Evan is Tigger. I don't even have to think about Evan. <laughs> he is all energy and hyperactivity and excitement and joy and curiosity and trouble. Um, he is, he is a little bit of everything and um, he's a lot of fun to go to the parks when he have, you know, when he's definitely in his zone. Uh, Eli. Oh my gosh. Eli is just trying to think of a Disney character. That would be Eli. I, I don't even know. It's hard. Evan is so easy because he's just such a giant personality. Eli and Ella are much less. I mean, honestly, Eli and Ella are just always giggling. They're always laughing. You remember that old, um, it's like an old Disney, uh, little short. It's the three little pigs. Yes, that's them. How they're all—they're all, you know, feeding <laughs> off of one another, but laughing and taunting the wolf. I'm the wolf, uh, you know. <laughs> um, mommy wolf, big yeah. bad mommy.
0: I hear it. Uh-huh. I see it.
1: <laughs> like trying to get them to listen or follow directions or follow rules, and they're like, <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> just laughing all the way into the park entrance.
1: <laughs> oh, every oh, this is home at the park. Like they. They have, yeah, they're, that's just who they
0: are. They're those three little piggies. Tell me about the getting dressed process, even with yourself. Like, how does it go to get you out the door mm. to get to the park?
1: You really want to hear that? Okay. Oh um. <laughs> yeah. This is
0: the fun stuff. I want to see how the sausage is made.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, it's not pretty. Just like real sausage. Ev, can you let the dogs in please? Um, and so basically on any given morning that we're going to head to the parks, so we have to get up a lot earlier. I am a single parent. Um, sometimes Gam Gams is with us. Sometimes she's not. So, um, I, I rarely take all three kids anymore because it is just so overwhelming. And it's, I mean, to just be straightforward, it's very stressful. Um, so I'll usually, what we typically did before the pandemic is if I went by myself, which I often did, and I'd meet up with friends, I would just take my boys because Ella, Ella had a harder time. Lots and lots and lots of tantrums. Um, so I just take my boys because Eli is just so stinking easy and such a little angel. And of course we all know it's Evan who's just like, (gasps) wowed by the magic. Um, so we get up in the morning and because it takes so long to, I have to get myself dressed. I have to get Evan dressed. I get Eli dressed and that's, and showered and you know, um, they have to beat, they have to eat. I have to pack a bag with diapers and wipes and, and anything, you know, Eli can only drink out of a certain specific type of cup. So I've got to make sure I have his cup. Evan up until not that long ago was also similar. He could not drink out even out of a straw um, due to his delays. Now he can, so it's a lot easier when we go places to for him to eat and drink. Um, but uh, so basically we get up really early depending on what time we wanted to be there because we're local we don't have to get up like crazy early anymore unless it's like we didn't make a reservation at carnation cafe and we really have a hankering for some Mickey waffles and bacon. <laughs> then it's like, we're up at like five, like go, go, you know, <laughs> I can imagine. Heaven, yes. Heaven falls down, you know, leave him. Uh, you know? <laughs> we're serious about it. We're, we got to get the waffles. Yeah. I'm not playing. I'm hungry all the time. So um, pretty much that's what it is. It's just getting, getting everybody ready, trying to, Uh, maintain a controlled level of chaos because there's just no way there's no chaos. Um, I see other families and, you know, I have that image in my head of like the classical music is playing, everybody's smiling and perfect and it's all June Cleaver and everybody listens and they all get in the car and they all sing some sort of family song in the car and they arrive and it's all happiness. And in our house, it's like, you know, you'd switch that music and it'd be like, crazy rock music and I'm yelling (laughs) somebody's throwing a tantrum and you know but like
0: where is that
1: perfect picture
0: like that doesn't exist I I I would like to see uh, you know the family the you know the typical family they're on Instagram
1: they're on Instagram (laughs) it really happens that really exists they try to make it sound like that I'm always very honest no way we are. Can we cuss on your show, or is that like a big? Yeah, show? you okay. can. We are a no, shit can. show. There is no other way of explaining <laughs> my kids and I together. And then when we go out, we're just a mobile shit show. That's the only thing that changes <laughs> is now we're moving. Um, so it's it's all kinds of chaos and wildness. We get into the car. By the time we get into the car, I'm in a full sweat, and um, I'm like you know Chris Farley and um Billy Madison. Everybody on the bus, good. just like why do I even bother you know somebody's lost a shoe you know there's somebody sneezes and a bunch of boogers come out and somebody inevitably has to poop once we're in the car and like on the way I'm like you really really you couldn't have done this before we left like the timing we could not have made an appointment for this scheduled something (laughs) penciled it in Um, something yeah anything so it's always just I mean there's no other way of saying it there's it's constant making sure we're prepared to go into those parks because the hard part about Disney and it didn't used to be this way when I was growing up because the parking lot was right out front but it's the getting to and the leaving if you need to you're trying to do something in a rush whether it's getting into the parks let's say you have a reservation or you're meeting someone or you're trying to leave because you're trying to make it somewhere or your kid has had a potty accident and that's happened with Evan he's had potty accidents and we walk out and he's Donald ducking it, just a shirt, no pants, just a diaper and a shirt. Um, and so it's those kinds of things. It is what it is, yeah. you know? <laughs> you can't you can't move. You can't get to your destination going in or coming out at any kind of reasonable rates um, mm-hmm. or speed. So that's pretty much what our mornings look like trying to get there. Just I try to keep it controlled chaos.
0: As much chaos as, you know or as much control as you can exert over that chaos because yeah. any disney day
1: you know it's cuz it's it's really managing you know making sure they're safe making sure i don't forget anything you know because thankfully disney has it so if you forget something diapers wipes basic stuff thankfully you can buy it in the parks
0: so let's talk about evan's disney right. style where does he get where does he get it from i mean evan's
2: Who taught him. Okay. Because it's
0: it's it's three snaps. It's it's a Z snap formation. That's amazing. All
1: his own. Um, he has just he started wanting to wear dresses and I it's just so amazing to see how clothes have just changed him. Um and of course Disney experience has just changed him from this child who could really not speak and even express his emotions. And, you know, when he was around other people to now he's just talking, he's happy, he's excitable um, and he loves his outfits. And I think a lot of that comes from the imaginative side of it. So I think he chooses people always go, what's his favorite outfit? And I'm like, it depends on what day, who he wants to be. You know, the outfits, I think for him, um, I'm starting to see create a character for him. He becomes that character uh and I and that's what's so exciting and so he just started into it I will it's easier to buy things online because he can focus a little bit more and so if he sees something and he likes it or he wants me to turn you know a Darth Vader outfit into an outfit with a tutu or whatever I can do some of those things I just cut the outfit in half that's all I do is with some scissors um I completely destroy an expensive outfit um and so Evan wants to go in whatever he feels most confident and what, maybe whatever character is in his head at that moment that he wants to become, he wants to embody. Can you tell us the story of the snow white outfit? The snow white story, dress? That's his first dress. That's the dress that started it all. <laughs> um, we had, we were in the parks as always. We were there every week and I had taken him into the Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutique. I was going to buy him a night's costume. A friend of mine had told me how she'd bought her children who are all boys, some night's costumes and they loved it. And we'd been in there and he wanted the shield. Um, Cause Evan does love him an accessory. Child never meant an accessory he didn't love. And so we went in and I grabbed the knight's costume and he was sitting in the stroller and I was like, look, and I was showing it to him. And he was just kind of pushing it out of the way and using body language and using more like grunting. Ah, 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 and he was pointing. I'm like, what are you pointing at? And so I would look and he, all the dresses are on the wall. He's clearly pointing at dresses. And he was just very insistent. He wouldn't stop. <laughs> and he was just pointing and pointing and pointing. So I, you know, I want to know what he's saying. So I, I went over to one dress and he's shaking his head no. And then I went to the Snow White dress and I'm kind of like touching like this one. And he's like, Yes, yes, yes. And he's doing like the hands where the kids do their hands out, like the gimme hands, like doing those gimme hands. Yes. And I was like, You want this dress? And he's nodding his head and doing the gimme hands like. Almost in a, not a panic, but just this very, like, <gasps> over-exerted state. And I was like, okay, chill, bro." So I got the dress down and kind of, was like, he never, he had wanted, he would wear Ella's tutus or her bows and, you know, other things. And I just thought he was being, you know, silly or cute because it was in the house. This was really a first. Um And so I pulled the dress down and I was like, is this what you want? And he's nodding and still doing the gimme hands. So... I never had an issue with Evan wearing dresses. It never occurred to me to have an issue with that. Um, my concern as a parent was like, I'm not going to buy you this 60 or $70 dress for you to wear it one time and waste it. <laughs> you know, I was being cheap. But they dresses can expensive.
0: get expensive. They can get expensive. So I understand that. It
1: cost me thousands and thousands of dollars. But I pulled down another dress and I held them side to side. No, it was Snow White. I flipped them, kind of like put my one hand over the other to switch the dresses on sides. No, still Snow White put both dresses back got two different dresses and he's like swiping them out of the way like get those out of my face I already told you that one right there and he's pointing so I bought him the dress that was that and and it's
0: been yeah that was June
1: 2019 so it this is not you know and, and it could be people say oh, it's a phase or this mad I'm like oh that's up to Evan um, but he's been doing, he's been wearing his dresses. He actively dresses in skirts and stuff at home um, since then. So a year and a half. We've gone from the slightly large snow white
0: dress to an elaborate Mary Poppins mm-hmm. with, a, with a cute little parasol and umbrella too. How has it evolved for him? Is it just... Um, are you finding out that this
1: is another way to
0: express his yeah, personality? I think that a
1: lot of it uh, encourages imagination. Uh, he, I think it's definitely, um, he feels really good. Not only is it being able to express himself, but he feels good. He feels confident. It makes him happy. Um, you know, you ask him, why do you like wearing dresses? And he says, I pretty. And so he sees himself as attractive probably in, some, in mo- more ways than just like the visual side of it um, because characters, these characters embody a lot of other characteristics, kindness, courage, all these other things and I think that he sees that um, and I think he wants to embody those things and I fully am fine uh-huh. with that. I fully encourage that and support it. Um, yeah. Do you have any
0: words of I don't want to say support, maybe even words of calm or just like words of guidance for any parents. Maybe they have um, a little boy and, you know, he likes wearing the bows and the tutus. Maybe he's making eyes at the snow white dress. Do you have any words of guidance or calm, you know, just for them, if they're just beginning that journey and trying to figure out um, how their children are expressing themselves through fashion Um, and what they wear.
1: Words of encouragement. I mean, again, it wasn't ever something I had an issue with. I think that if, you as, a, as an adult, if somehow that, that threatens or affects your masculinity or femininity, there's other issues there for you that you probably need to work through um, and take a good, long, hard look at. Um, their kids, let them be happy. And I think that encouraging boys or supporting boys in wanting to embody uh, the good sides of women and strong women. You know, look at Merida, look at Tiana, look at, you know, all these amazing characters. Disney is starting to create characters that are more strong and, you know, strong minded and strong willed and independent and confident. And if your child wants to embody that character for some reason, let them let's encourage um, our, our young men and our boys to value women and to see them. From with, through the lens of wow this woman has all these amazing characteristics and traits that I want to see in myself and I want to see in other people so I think a lot of it is that encourage your kiddos to look up to women too for the boys they don't just have to look up to male characters teach them to look up to female characters
0: Allie Miesis, Um, so the girl loves magic on Instagram. Fangirl style is right in her bio. So of course I had to talk to her for this episode. Allie has some of my favorite Disney style, and she's a hat girl, so am I. So we love that. But she also founded Style Plus Disney, that Instagram account. She saw the gap, she filled it, and we are so happy that she did. So, have you always been um, somebody who wears yourself? Have we always been able to tell what Allie likes based on the T-shirts that she's wearing and the and the bags that she's buying?
2: It would. It, I would say it took me a long time. Oh man, um, uh, I didn't have the the easiest uh, childhood growing up. So, um, even as like a teenager and trying to figure out who you are and trying to figure out what your style might be eventually when you get older. Right. Um, I was always just t- jeans and a t-shirt. I'd never really put much thought into what I was wearing. I never really understood like what my style could be until I started to pay attention to it more. Like, um, yeah, like it was just something I never really thought about until, um, 16, 17, 18. um, and then bringing in D- Disney with it, that didn't happen until I was in my 20s. I want to know about that. What, yeah. <laughs> when,
0: when did you make the pivot to like, I am now going to incorporate this into my style and I don't care what anybody has to say about it. When um, did you make that
2: conscious decision? I think it, it, it would definitely be around the first time I went to Disney World with, with he was um, my boyfriend back in the day, but um, my now husband. We went for the first time together about two years into our relationship. And it was only for the weekend. And we only went to Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Magic Kingdom for me, Hollywood Studios, because he loves Star Wars. So we wanted to see all the Star Wars stuff. A little something for everybody. A little something for everybody. And, you know, I looked around at the theme park and I looked around, even at the airport, you'd see, you see people, you know, just being there themselves with their ears on and their spirit jerseys and all of this you know, all the pastels and all of these colors and all these things. And here I am, I'm a typical New Yorker and I'm wearing like black shorts and a black and white shirt. And I'm just like, I, I want to wear this color and I want to wear these characters and I want to be able to just do that without having to, you know, mute myself and mute what I'm wearing. And I was like, I'm going to just start. Like, I like this. I like doing this. And I've always loved Disney. I've been, I had been going to Disney since I was a little girl, like early 90s is many many a picture of me with vintage Minnie Mouse you know so it it was it was just like yeah I'm just gonna do it and when
1: you
0: say you're gonna do it like did you jump in with like I'm just gonna get this wallet and I'll bring it back
2: it started with t-shirts t-shirts are like the biggest thing because my my husband is um he's very much a, a big graphic tea fan so he got, would get me, like, a graphic tee here or a graphic tee there. And it, and it was just like, okay, I can do, like, a blazer and a shirt and some jeans. And it's still me, but it's comfortable. And I still have a little bit of that, like, magic with me. And then it would turn into, well, now I want to, like, wear color- colorful skirts. And now I want to, like, wear some interesting shoes. And then when I finally started to, like, do things with my hair and get, like, padded headbands and wear, like, jewelry and wear you know crazy earrings because why not and that's when it was really like this girl's a this girl's a fangirl like if you put something on her she's gonna be
0: do it up did you feel different putting on these outfits versus the black and the white and the gray the neutral new york you know outfit i mean did you did it change something even if it's mental health
2: wise i was definitely happier Oh man. Oh, I was definitely happier, for sure. Um, but I would say mostly it was an adjustment in 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 other people really, not so much with me. Um, I really only have the black and white clothing because, you know, before everything going on now with the with the pandemic, it was very standard to like walk into a job interview with everything black and white in New York and be mm-hmm. like clean cut and like ready to take on this interview but like nowadays people are looking for you to be yourself and myself is wearing a disney shirt with a blazer and going into a job interview and going i can still do the job with the shirt on don't think less of me for it type of
0: don't thing. you dare don't don't, and you, don't dare, you dare
2: you know like you are looking for fun bubbly people i'm probably the most bubbliest person you know on a on even on my bad days so you know and that's why but I love it.
0: That's why we I love think you. it was
2: an adjustment for other people more so than me. Like, cause I still, even in my, the neighborhood I'm in now, I still get like the double take of going, Whoa, what is she wearing? And then my favorite thing in the whole world is like little girls looking at me and going, Oh my gosh, she looks so cute. And like coming up to me and like, tugging on my skirt i've had this before or like brushing my skirts or like going you look pretty you look like a princess and it's the most adorable thing and i'm just like i i'm just being myself and you are a princess too
0: and um you know there's just i we don't have to talk about this too much but there is something about these girls being able to grow up where a princess that looks like you is now more accessible. We're more likely now in 2021 that we've got a princess that you can connect to. Connect um to.
2: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. You know, somewhere in skin color, somewhere in storytelling. We've got a much more diverse group of princesses now.
2: Thank heavens for that.
0: And thank heavens for that. So I also had a question for you because you run Style Plus Disney, right? Yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. So, I want to talk about, I tried to scroll, but it was taking me a long time. And I said, I could just ask you, um, (laughs) when did you start it? And when did you know that you should start it?
2: Um, I started it, I want to say June, 2019. Um, And it was really because I had just gotten um, fired from a job that I really liked. And I was a bit discouraged and, I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my personal page. And so I did a search on Instagram and I did size Disney, Disney. And you know what I found? I, I found, found accounts that stopped posting after maybe two or three times. I found accounts with no profile pictures um, or no bio or just... it. it I found a, a bunch of accounts that looked like person, for whatever reason, just needed to stop or gave, gave up because they didn't see an audience, perhaps, or they didn't see the, the, the opportunity there.
0: Or a path forward.
2: For a path forward. Exactly. But then I would look at, I looked at hashtags and I said, but well, there's a ton of people here. There's a ton of people here that want to be seen, that want to be seen by certain accounts. And that's still a, a growing process that we can get into. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of people here that are be- that want to be seen, that are here. They're right in front of me. And so I said, well, okay, I want to start this account. And I want to start it as more of a, it like a reposting page, you know? And so what I did was I started the page. I made a bio. I... Had I did like a little logo like in, on Canva and I was just like, this is enough for now. And I went and I just, uh, I DMed as many plus size women and men as um, I could. And I said, I just started this page. This is what I'm going for. I'm going for recognition. I'm going for the chance to hopefully be seen by bigger accounts I'm going for networking and community to build up a place where we can all come and go. This place is for people that look like us. Do you want to help me? Can I maybe borrow a picture or share or reshare a picture with your caption? Um, And some of the most amazing people like showed up, showed out, said, I love what you're doing. I love this idea. Take my picture, take my caption, whatever you need, I'll start tagging you. I'll start tagging you. Excuse me. And let's, let's grow this page together. And I had, you know, the girl with the girl, the girl with the, the dough with tap Erin, she, mm-hmm. she helped me with my page. And like, I'm forever grateful for every person that like said, yes, do this. We need this. And I've been screaming for years now, since I started the page, like I wish more, more women or men would start their own pages and, 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 really start growing it up with me because not to say that I'm the only like reposting page that does it, but I'm one of like a very small amount. And I, if there were more and there were more of these pages tagging brands or tagging, you know, um, businesses themselves or the, or the bigger corporations themselves, we, we can tell them like we want to be seen. Please represent us. Please show us more. Show us more on your feeds. Show us more on your Twitter pages. Show us more on your Facebook pages. We love you, you know, and we want we want to be seen. It's it's just, it's not enough. In my eyes, it's not enough. And when you
0: started it. So when you started it in 2019, yeah. how yeah. long between when you had the idea? Did you start it? So did you start it immediately or had you had the whisper before then?
2: Um, I had the idea for it in my head. Um, and but when the, I say whisper, it, I mean that little
0: voice in the back of your head, like, you know, that there might be something, something there with this idea. Yeah, um,
2: it, it was really day of like the day I had the idea was the day I did the research was the day I, I made the page was the day I DM'd everyone. I did it all in pretty much a day.
0: You work fast.
2: I do. I mean, my social media savvy, it's pretty up there. Um, and that's just, you know, over learning it all as much as I need to learn over time. Um, but I did it all in one day because I was like, I want to do this. And it was also because, you know, like I mentioned, I had I had lost my my job. So it was also something for me to look forward to and and build and grow and, and had pour yourself into it. exactly. I poured so much time into into it and to watch it grow like it has its own hashtag the style plus Disney hashtag if anyone ever wants to go in there and and find amazing plus size you know men and women um, it's thriving also it's thriving thriving. I couldn't I could not believe that that tag has like I think like 5,000 pictures in there already it's kind of insane to me and every time it's insanely amazing it's it every time someone does a style challenge and they that page to tag and then someone out there will notice it and go oh what's this page and then follow it and then I'll get dms all the time of people who are just like thank you for introducing me to this community because I found such and such person or such and such person and and now we're really good friends and now we're coming and we're collabing together and and it turned into it turned from a like just a regular like reposting page to a true community of people that adore each other, love each other, and just want nothing but to be seen, to be loved, to be heard, to be amongst, you know, the what we normally see out there, the the typical stuff, but to change it too and to mm-hmm. not be of the norm. And there are so many creative people there. Like I wake up every morning and I see, you know, at least 20 people have already tagged the page and then you see the stuff that they come up with. And it's just, man, the ideas, the creativity, and you. all I do all day is just like and comment and, and go, bless you, I love you. You're amazing, you are beautiful. Keep doing this.
0: Kirsten, Kirsten is at beauty and the Bubbly on Instagram. So her style is one of my favorite examples of that vintage crossover that you find when you look up examples of Disney style sometimes. Um, what you would see during Dapper Day or the dresses that you see in some of the Disney park clothing stores in park. So the skirts with the crinoline, um, she does that. It's not every outfit, but when she does it, she executes. So obviously we talked about what her closet looks like. <laughs> What are your go-to park aesthetics? Are you vintage mostly? Are you, um, you know, just kind of matchy? What's your go-to aesthetic? Are you character? Are you bounding?
3: So I do like bounding. I have really stepped into the Disney style I'm a sucker for coordination. So my biggest thing, and it doesn't matter if it's more casual, it doesn't matter if it's more dramatic, if it is vintage for me, like I need the coordination to be there. And so that's my biggest thing. I love coordination. I don't really stick to a particular style. I I, typically I don't really limit myself in style. So I feel like, you know, you might see me in something very different from one week to the next. And so I just kind of rock with whatever I feel like putting on and and if I feel like it's something that I'm comfortable in, I, I I'm willing to explore. Like no color, no style is untouched for me. So but I like to coordinate and I'd say that that's the biggest. And I piece. think I love,
0: you know, <laughs> what was it? I just saw you at Epcot at the festival of the arts. Was it, did you have a whole mm-hmm. like painting canvas, like a, a, a whole like paintbrush. Um, yeah. yeah palette palette. Going on? It was amazing. Yeah. Just amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, That one was a really fun. I feel (laughs) like I do – I would also throw fun into your your summation of your Disney style because I think you play around with a lot. It's just playful, just very playful. Now, are you a style or a comfort person, or does it depend on the day?
3: I'm definitely a style person. I – there are some things that I'm not comfortable in and I usually like, you know, like certain shoes, I, I hate things that are really pointy toe unless they're flat and, you know, there are some things that I try to stay away from, but I still try to find something stylish to substitute it. I would say for me, style over comfort. Now that I think about it, I wear crinoline set <laughs> apart sometimes, so probably comfort is not the word. To describe not it. in the same sentence
0: as crinoline. <laughs>
3: <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but
0: what are you most comfortable? So if you were, you know, if you didn't have to worry about documenting it, if you weren't going to post a picture on Instagram, what would you say you would be most comfortable in the park in?
3: So I am actually I'm a dress and skirt person all the way. I actually feel very uncomfortable in pants. And it's just, you know, growing up and having a hard time finding correctly. Eventually, in my adult life, I just decided that I was going to throw pants to the wind altogether. So... It looks a lot of times like I'm dressing up, but for me, it's easy for me to just throw on the first dress that I see and sometimes put on a pair of ears. So I actually find dresses to be really comfortable. Now, some things when you're getting a tutu, it, it changes things, but just some of the dresses that I wear, they're just really comfortable and I don't like pants. <laughs> you know, I
0: subscribe to that too, because just for my job, you know, uh, dresses, you can, people think of dresses as being kind of fancy and maybe being overdressed, mm-hmm. but whereas you need to find a shirt to go with the pants and then you're looking for two pieces of clothing you put on a dress exactly and you were all set find some shoes put your ears on and you're ready to go nobody thinks about that
3: exactly you don't have to worry about like matching two pieces you can put it on in one motion and everyone automatically thinks that you're dressed and that up. you
0: put a lot of effort into it and secretly you're like I just grabbed this one piece
3: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> so as, a, as an influencer, how does that affect how you plan your park outfit? Is there a process that you go through?
3: So I generally, I will, I usually try to plan things in advance. So especially now that there is a park reservation system. It it kind of allows me to have to do that advanced planning anyway, um, that I didn't necessarily have to do before. Now, before um, I moved down to Orlando, you know, I did still have to do that planning because I was going to be packing and I knew that my trip was in advance, um, but yeah, I usually, I usually have an idea. Um, Typically I I do try to work the idea either around a season or a holiday, or sometimes I just have an idea for a series that I want to, that I haven't, you know, I have a series in mind and I want to execute it. But usually I will just, you know, look through my closet, see, oh, you know, I have a lot of things in this hot pink color. So for the next month for the next however many weekends i want to do a series where i am wearing these type of colors in my pictures and you know i try to shop for my closet um lately though now that i've been going to the parks more i do find myself buying things but typically i'll look in my closet see um, if there are any accessories that i feel like would really elevate the outfit and then i either try to make them Um, i make some of my headpieces and then some of them i buy so some of them i see something um, and like Etsy and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to have that. And then other times I literally just stick things um, in my hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, I did not so. know that you make some of those.
3: Yeah. Make is a strong okay. word, but I, I stick things in my hair in in an arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I love so. that.
0: I love that. Um, that description. And they look mm-hmm. like, I mean, it looks really professional. I would have thought that you would have bought those or like commissioned them to be made or something.
3: Probably the more elaborate ones that you're thinking of in your head probably were the ones that I bought you the bigger and the crazier it is it was probably something that I did buy I making them and and kind of seeing like how how it goes but you know when you see a piece and you you love it sometimes I'm just like I'm just gonna go ahead and and you know grab that and I can use it a couple different times and throughout the years like I know Disney is always going to have a festival of the arts and so you know an art palette for whatever reason could come in handy and I'm I'm not a I'm not ashamed to reuse the same pieces like especially for holidays you'll see me like just restyle some of the same pieces what's
0: the last thing that you just stuck in your hair and pinned there
3: the last thing I just stuck in my hair and pinned. <laughs> um, so I I want to say for maybe for the Christmas season I put tinsel and little mini ornaments in my hair for a look for our "Tis the Season to Slay" challenge. And so that was the last time that I built something specifically for my hair. I really um haven't like created a well. In in relatively a lot of new content in between Christmas and now up until the last week or so. Um, But I'd say that's the last time that I like had something built to be in my hair. (laughs) How
0: do you, and we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but so you start in your closet. So if you're getting inspired, Mm -hmm. if you're getting your series together, you typically like to start in your closet. Um, Mm -hmm. Now it, are you trying to do that more this year? Did you kind of look at um, last year? And I I know I did it. I was like, dang, I bought a lot of stuff. Um, I bought a lot of stuff that I've only worn once or like worn it twice. Uh, is that something that you find as as an influencer? You know, you just end up like picking up these random things that you used for a
3: shoot. Uh um. Um, so i I try now when it comes to these when it comes to the head pieces those those things you know are specifically for shooting but I try really hard to only buy things that i would ever, that I could use for multipurpose. So, you know, if I go somewhere on vacation, I want to be still be able to use the same clothes that I use when I'm bounding. Or if I'm going somewhere around town in Orlando, where I need to look a little bit more normal, you know, I still want to be able to wear the clothes. I will say, I think over the last, since I've moved, I think i bought more new stuff than prior to that. Prior to that, I was heavy duty, like, Shopping from my closet. Now I still shop from my closet. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out creative ways and ways to do things differently. Um, I do also like to read, say, especially with bounds, I like to redo bounds using kind of the same, the same pieces. So, um, like, for instance, I did a Jasmine bound earlier last year, like in the spring. I actually want to do the exact same bound with like the exact same, I used a jumpsuit. I want to use the same jumpsuit, but I just want to change out the accessories and do things to my hair. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I'm not afraid to literally do almost the exact same thing because I think you can still get creative with your accessories. And I think location matters. And I think being able to look at what my picture looked like April and then see what I, What's changed about it now is is something that I really like, you know, to see progress. And so um, it's a combination. You know, I find myself seasonally, I might buy stuff. um, And then sometimes I'm just literally like I'm going to use everything in my closet. It just really depends on the project.
0: How do you keep your closet? Do you have um, distinctions in your closet? These are the Disney clothes. These are, you know, the, uh, you know, outside clothes. These are my date
3: clothes. Yeah. Um, So I've always been a person that had a lot of clothes even before this little venture. So it definitely helps (laughs) to, to, you know, be able to shop in your closet when you have things. I basically, I just separate my closet pretty normal. Like I've got coats over here, short sleeves, long sleeves, spaghetti straps. But what I do, um one thing I do as far as content is I actually I have a small rack uh, outside of my closet and it kind of doubles. Um, it's really like a space where if I need somewhere creative to take a picture in my home, it makes like for a nice backdrop. Mm-hmm. But on it, I will usually have the clothing, uh, a good portion of the clothing that I'm going to wear for the season. So like when my rack is... Um, for fall and halloween when it's fall and halloween season like my rack it will have those type of clothes on it and it's not just so that i can have a backdrop it's also so that when I get ready to wear them to the parks, it's easy access. And so right now, like I really want to do like rainbow and multicolor and pinks and fun colors because it's Festival of the Arts and we're kind of in that Valentine's Day and Mardi Gras season. And so my rack has a lot of pinks and purples and rainbow and tie dye on it. Um, And it just kind of makes it easy access to get those things. But then also it can double as a really cool backdrop that's in season. If I want to take a photo in front of it.
0: So then I wanna build off of that. Is that also where I don't know if you do a lot of clothing collaborations? Would that be like a, a chunk of thing things that you would do on your Instagram too? Clothing collaborations?
3: Um, so I I haven't had too many clothing collaborations. Um, I'd love to do some in the future. I find a, a lot of the ones that I've done, um, recently have really been for accessories and, and things like that. But I do I, a lot of times I will have those accessories. Now, I, I collabs are one of those things that kind of make an exception you know depending on what the piece is it may or may not fit into whatever the aesthetic I have for the season is Mm -hmm. so if the piece if the piece fits into that then it'll make it on the rack um if the the handbag doesn't make it into that then it just you know it's in the cubes with the rest of the handbags
0: (laughs) where it will live now when you have to Uh, go do you know if somebody sends you let's say they send you a backpack it's a themed backpack it's got a very clear aesthetic to it maybe it's even got a character connected to it how would you go about building the outfit for that
3: where do you start um, i i really i would look at the colors um definitely look at the colors i kind of look at the textures see what things matched. um for instance, um, Danielle Nicole sent me a Luna Lovegood backpack and it was rose gold and it had her pink and blue glasses. So I knew automatically that I wanted some rose gold accessory to tie with the backpack, and then I wanted something that color pink or close to that color pink on her glasses. So I just kind of look at colors, look at textures. Um, with collabs, you know, I typically do will get something from my closet. I feel like a lot of designers, you know, they they make these niche things, but I I do feel like they like to see their stuff kind of worn outside the park and with normal clothing and not so theatrical because it is you know a little bit more fashion so I like I I know they like to see a little bit of both so I try to tone it down a little bit for collabs um you know I have a lot of colorful things so it's usually pretty easy for me to find something I might have to think on it but I usually can come up with an idea but I just kind of you know take a look at the colors um take a look at the patterns um see what location, I think location is another big thing. Um, but ultimately, you know, when, when a brand sends me something, I want my focus to be the, the product they sent me and not the other pieces in my outfit, you know? So I try to really, um, come up with something creative and come up with something fashionable, but I don't want to detract from whatever the out, the um, piece that they send me is. Now,
0: are you, Somebody who likes to keep it one hundred percent, not one hundred percent, but maybe a majority shop at Disney. Are you someone that we're going to see in, you know, spirit jerseys or even like things from the Disney Style Store, or do you like to take things like from your closet or you know from a Forever Twenty One? Oh, what a weird example! But yes, um, and, <laughs> and and try to you know make that magical and then show up in the park in it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I will be in the park with Shein and Fashion Nova and, <laughs> and all, all of them, pieces, Forever Twenty One. So yeah, um, you know, but you know, a lot of times in this Disney space, we do have a goal to be, you know, recognized and seen by Disney. So I definitely think one of one of the the easiest way, not easiest ways, but a good way to get noticed by a brand that you love is to wear their stuff and and show that you are a supporter of the things that they produce. And so a lot of times I will go to the park and I don't have anything Disney at all. I'm just at Disney. And then sometimes I will, you know, wear a Disney, I wear Disney pieces. And so I try to keep a mixture, you know, of breaking it out to where it's not specifically a Disney outfit or a Disney bound or Disney style and just something cute and colorful that you can go to the park in that's comfortable, or that would look cute against a backdrop. So I I do try to add a variety in there although um coming off of the the week that I had if you go look at my page now it looks like there's a a ton of Disney (laughs) right now (laughs) over the last like five or six posts but I do try to mix it in and and do some other stuff and I and I also try to add in other fandoms as well occasionally so (laughs) oh yeah
0: of course I mean we haven't even touched on any of the universal you know uh Slytherin outfits that you've put together
3: yeah, I, I love a love a good Slytherin
0: opportunity. <laughs> I mean, the colors are just, um, you know, top-notch. There's so they much are. you can do with the green and the black. I love it. And black is my favorite color to wear anyway. That's most of my closet, so uh, that's no awesome. surprise that, you know, we got two Slytherins on the recording right now. Yes, Slytherin <laughs> pride. I love it. Do you think that your Disney style has evolved? And if so, Yes then how so how have you evolved over maybe let's say how long since you have begun kind of documenting your outfits what did you start out loving and what do you love now
3: so I I, I've definitely come a long way um I will say so I wasn't always in the Instagram creator space but I have been posting Disney bounds on Instagram since 2013 and um when i look back at kind of my first iteration of disney bounding and i look at what i've done now it's definitely evolved um back when i first started i tried to like sneak it in so no one you know unless people were following my Instagram. No one would really know what I was doing. Now I feel like some of my stuff is a little outlandish, and I don't want to go in the grocery store with it. You know, it's a little bit more theatrical, (laughs) um, a little louder, (laughs) a little louder. It's definitely louder. But um, I before you know, I was just, um, you know, putting together the outfits with with the clothing pieces, and I think now I. I have the use of accessories a lot more. So I'm a lot more mindful of, okay, well my outfit might look this way. Um, how do I put it? Like my outfit, not plain, but okay. Like for instance, like enhancements. Wore, it's like, an enhancement. Yeah. I, like I wore a red, red pants and I wore a black shirt. And to the, the person on the street, it looks like, pretty normal but then when I throw this Mickey bag (laughs) with it then it it hits home oh this is a Mickey Mouse bound and so using accessories a lot more um, I'm also a lot more I do Disney a lot more Disney style now and and back when I first started I was very much like bounding bounding was my thing Um, and now I've kind of kind of dipped more into to Disney style and so I'm trying to explore that avenue a little bit more.
0: Why do you think you gravitated towards Disney style?
3: Uh, I, I think now that I am going to the parks a lot more <laughs> that I live here, it's not always practical to wear, you know, a dramatic get up every single time you go. <laughs> so um, again, kind of with the bounding, how I, you know, I, I do still, I want to be fun and I want to be creative, but I also want to be people to be able to relate to my outfits and see pieces that they can get themselves. It, it's kind of the same thing. I feel like Disney, style feels a lot more obtainable and a lot more um, comfortable for people and so you know I want to be able to show how you can be stylish and you can showcase Disney style in a great way And and it's obtainable like you don't have to have some fancy piece you know I'm wearing $10 red pants and an old turtleneck that I've had since I was 20 and, and put together this bound. So that's um that's kind of why you know
0: what attracted me to bounding. I feel like bounding really had a moment. It did. Um, last year over 2020 it did. and I I think it's probably because you know it is something Disney that you do not need the park for. Exactly. And it- you don't even need the TV for that. Like all you need is the clothes on your back.
3: And you can bring a little piece of that Disney magic at home, you know, bounding. And, you know, I think it's changed forms over the years and it has gotten more theatrical, but you, when you think about what it started out as, it was taking inspiration from those characters and pulling things from your closet and being able to wear them in everyday life and, and taking a piece of that with you, like to work and, when you're hanging out with your even, friends.
0: And I even think there was sort of, you know, you said you were more subtle. Well, I even think, you know, back in 2013, prior maybe to even 2019 or 2018, there was sort of a subtlety
3: factor mm-hmm.
0: to Disney bouting because you were trying to sort of get away with it
3: in the park because yes. you're not
0: allowed to dress up like that.
3: Yes, exactly. Um, I, I do like that, you know, Disney does allow us to be have some dramatic flair which is great but yeah i mean it was basically you're right it was meant to get around that costume rule for adults
0: so maybe you know i there's probably something to be said or probably you know just some parallel there as disney started to um relax some of those restrictions for adults you Mm -hmm. know the bounding it's it's like we kind of got to stretch our arms out a little bit you know kind of got to stretch your legs out yeah sort of got to be more unique and creative because we got a little you know we got a little leeway mm. we had a little space to do that
3: yes of course yeah. yeah i
0: never really thought about it like that but yeah you know we just do what disney let us, <laughs> <lets> us. exactly <laughs> Bowen. So Bowen is someone who i have gotten to know through our Harry Potter book club. He's also in the online Disney space as well. Um, So we talked about shopping. Um, We both do way too much of it. Um, But what fandom pieces that we collect a lot of fandom fashion is accessory driven. So it's easy to collect a lot of them. Uh, I need to be busy or, you know, I start doing crazy stuff. So, <laughs> like, like spending all of our money on merch. You know? Like <laughs> literally spending every single penny of my money on merch. I'm recording from my closet, so I'm actually surrounded by it. So um, at least I am looking at it. Right.
4: You get to, you get to bask in it. Yes, I do get absolutely. to. I'm
0: feeling all these, yeah, all these vibes. Although some <laughs> of them are negative because I know I shouldn't have bought it.
4: Right, exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Love that, love that. Yeah, I just uh, put a lot of my merch on eBay because same thing. It was like you know, I don't need all of these things. You know, I'm only gonna like I'm gonna keep the things that have sentimental value, but the other stuff, I'm
0: gonna just get rid of. You know, feel the vibes. If it's the positive vibe, keep it. If it's a you know negative vibe or no vibe at all, make some money off of it. Period. Exactly. Like no, no need to collect dust in the closet. Exactly. This is me talking. It's easier said than
4: done. Exactly right. Exactly. No, it was hard. (laughs) It took a couple weeks for me to really like put stuff on and like on online. Like it took a while. So I get it. I get
0: it. So okay. So here's. uh, I'll guess I'll start with my my first question. So Mm -hmm. as as a man as a Disney lover, what do you? Mm -hmm. What does your merch consist of? So I'll tell you what mine is. I have a huge Mm -hmm. ear collection. I have a couple of hats. I have Mm -hmm. an okay T-shirt collection. Um, okay. But I do have, I'm lounge fly trash. Like I have so many backpacks and like mm-hmm. random shop Disney bags. What do you yeah. find that your clutter is, your Disney or your fandom clutter?
4: Yeah, you know, I am a, um, I am a spirit jersey. I'm a spirit jersey boy. You know, okay. I have about, okay. you know, the solid Disney, the solid color, like Disneyland um, normal ones. I, I, I think I have like three of them. Um, okay, but from, have,
0: okay, but the right way or do you wear them backwards like Brie?
4: No, I I wear them front ways. I, well, because okay. they all have hoods. They, I I like the hooded ones.
0: Oh wait, have I ever seen a hooded spirit jersey? Yeah, I mean, wait, they're,
4: they're definitely well. Okay, actually, I will Google but, this
0: right now while we're doing tell, this. I'm gonna tell look it up. I,
4: so I do have a gray. The gray one is hooded, so that okay. one I definitely wear forward. Um, and then I do have the navy blue one. I have a olive green one, and I have two black spirit jerseys. Um. Yeah. Besides the gray one, yeah, the gray one is the only hooded one. Uh, but okay, for some wait, reason, these are it, cute, like, Bo.
0: I've never yeah, seen these before in my whole life. I'm honestly,
4: get on them. Yeah, like. And what's funny is I got the hooded one um, because it was Dapper Day at the parks, and I was just tired of wearing my Dapper clothing all day. I got there like right when the park opened, and then it was nighttime. And so I needed to buy a change of clothes and I actually stumbled across this one and I grabbed the last one in my size actually for the day. So oh, then it was, it was meant like, to be, dude, it was so meant to be. And I'm even wearing it right now, actually. So it's, it's funny, oh, bless. funny good, enough. Good. I love that. Yeah. Funny enough. But I also have um, an Eve uh, from Wally uh spirit jersey. Um, I have a couple more. I have a couple princess ones. Um, I have a Cinderella one. I have a bell one. Um, I... I'm on hold for a Tiana one. Um, yeah, I'm
0: a, I'm a Spirit Jersey boy. I'm a Spirit Jersey okay. boy. That's, so, that's that's mine. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I'm loving that. We're we're yeah. getting right into it. Is there yeah. anything else? What about from you know, we're both we're in that Harry Potter, you know, that Hogwarts fandom.
4: No, bags are bags are it for me for Harry Potter. Um I also definitely have lounge fly bags um for for Disney too. I have a Sorcerer Mickey one, I have a Zero one. Um, I have a Buzz Lightyear one, I have a WALL-E one, um, and just FYI, I'm a huge WALL-E fan, that's like my movie. Are you favorite really? I'm, yeah. I was
0: about to ask you, I was like, okay, this is like maybe the second or third WALL-E I've heard mentioned, so. Yeah,
4: no, honestly, WALL-E and Eve, that's, those are my, Eve, I, I love Eve, that's my favorite Disney character of all time. Um Aww. Yeah, so WALL-E has a special place in my heart. Don't know why, definitely a slept on Pixar movie. Um but, yeah, I would I'll, say, I'll,
0: I don't even know if I've seen it all the way through, but do not worry. I will fix it.
4: You got to. Promptly. You got to. You got to. I will to. Fix and it's, it very quickly. I'm also super green, so I think that's what it is, like, the environmental piece of the movie, like, you got to oh, well, take care of our sense. Earth. Yeah, like, so I drive a hybrid, like, I use my own shopping bags, I keep all the lights off if I don't use them. Like, I try and be super green. Walk it like still, you
0: talk it. I. That's it. That's respectable, yeah. though.
4: Exactly. So that's why Wally just always has a special place in my heart. Um, but yeah. So
0: from a merch standpoint, um, you know, is, was it obviously since we're both collectors, it's not like it's hard for you to find something that you don't mind rocking as a man representing your fandom?
4: Oh, not at all. No. And I think, you know, I think that just comes with, um, but that took time. You know, I wasn't always like that. Um, And yeah, you know, if I'm going to be completely honest, it was, it was more just me coming out as queer. You know, I just, um, that was like, that was just a huge, um, that was just a huge point for me um was I feel it like... that you then
0: felt more comfortable to then explore other ranges of fashion or just other you know yeah. ranges of accessories
4: yeah no i think that exactly the piece of that cuz i feel like a lot of my style previously was more like solid colors or just like just the blacks and the grays and, you know, the browns. And then once oh, that's not how I queer, think of you now at all. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. So now you see me with all this color and all this like, yeah, like freedom with my fashion choices. So it, it didn't take it took time um, for me. But that's not to say that straight people also can't indulge in that. That was just my personal right. experience. Um, but yeah, no, I just But yeah, now it's I don't really have trouble finding it um mostly i try and find things that are interchangeable right um Mm -hmm. so it can go with more than one outfit so if i get a spirit jersey i make sure oh can it go with jeans can it go with joggers can it go with any pair of shorts can it go with any kind of shoes can it go with vans nikes um etc so i try and find merch that's more interchangeable um that i can wear more often um so like for example all my spirit jerseys i feel like i can wear them with you know a black like black joggers or a pair of black jeans or, you know, a pair of like white shorts or a pair of like like, very versatile. Yes, exactly. So it it, it helps you, uh, you know, it helps your money go far, you know, when you get, when you buy merch like
0: that, Because you know, we'll spend it regardless. We'll just, we are going (laughs) exactly, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So as a child, Disney for you was bone and mom time as an adult, what's Disneyland for you now? Disneyland now
4: um I would say is is a, is a is a safe space you know um I think just having that and I'm going to bring like the psychology brain in me um you know it's just I think I go there to remember those experiences that I had as a kid you know um, cuz I did have like more or less like kind of a rough childhood right Um, And so my mom bringing me to Disneyland was really like an escape for what I was going through. So every time I go to Disneyland now as an adult, um, it kind of just reminds myself that this is my escape. This is my safe haven. Um, There's even been times when it was like a Saturday or Sunday and I, I had an anxiety attack and I would literally get in my car and drive to Disneyland and just like walk around the park and get some food. And I was like, oh, wow, I feel a lot better. You know, so like honestly, Disney as an adult is a safe space and it's just a reminder that I can't escape, you know, whatever I'm going through, right? You can't run from your problems, but for all intents and purposes, this is a temporary escape for me. Um, so that's how it is as an adult, personally.
0: And you know what? The people that don't get it will never get it. That just like going there and walking around, because I'm sure you've heard it too. Do you just go there and do the same thing over and over?
1: Well, yeah, like a yeah, little, I, yes.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe but I do. We, but, but will we get tired of it? no. Am I going to go do the the same thing tomorrow? Yes, I am.
4: Yes, I will. (laughs) Exactly.
0: So Bowen led us right into this next part of the queue. To some people, theme parks are a vacation fun spot, right? It's just a place with some stuff to do. But for others, it's the place that you go to to clear your head it's the place to get your favorite snack. It's the place that you go where you know you are guaranteed at least one smile. And and to not have that for so long, then be able to step back into the magic, um, you know, well, I'll just let them tell you. Here are some voicemails.
2: Hey y'all! This is Janelle um, or IJ Cheyenne on Instagram. I live in California, so my home park is Disneyland Resort. Um, so so far, I've been to two Touch of Disney experiences. I'll be going on my third right before they wrap everything up. But so far, it's been. So exciting to finally be back in the park in some way. Um, I am a foodie and shopper when I go to the parks regularly anyway, so this is definitely up my alley. The food is just like it used to be, um, but being able to like walk through Pixar Pier again and finally walk through Cars Land has really been um, the most exciting uh, for me during this event. Hey, my
3: name is amber i am from southern california and my home park is disneyland anaheim and universal studios hollywood um being back in the park i'm a cast member at disneyland and working opening weekend has been so emotional it is so joyous just to be in the park and to feel those emotions and to see people just so excited and i'm excited to be there i'm excited to watch people come back to their happy place and to be there myself and Even at Universal, it was just such a nice feeling to be surrounded by so many people who enjoy this. We all enjoy this one thing together. You can kind of just feel that energy when you're inside of the parks and it's almost like an escape. It has been very hard and it's been a struggle to not have these escapes from reality um, this past year. And just being back has meant
2: everything to me.
5: you know when you've been away from home for a long time and you miss the sights and the smells and the flavors and the sounds of home you know that's what it was like walking into disneyland after it being closed 412 days seeing mickey and minnie wave was like seeing that distant relative that you've missed so much Having a first bite of the churro is like that home-cooked meal that only mom can make. Listening to the sounds, getting on the ride, just being in the atmosphere felt like home. And Disney took extra special care to make sure that they followed all the social distancing laws and kept us all safe. I forgot how much I missed the magic until I stepped in those gates and was a part of the magic again. Disneyland opening is not only a dream come true, it's probably the biggest blessing that could happen
0: you know i've never been to disneyland or california adventure but i know what it's like to step back into your happy place and be back into that magic so very happy for everybody who's able to do that safely now And that's it. That's the end of the queue. We got through a lot today. So don't forget to subscribe to the show, rate and review and tell all your friends. Thanks for listening.